try it this way. Alrighty, so that was uh, Psalms number six. Um, Technical difficulties. That's okay. We'll get you hooked up. Cool, we're wasting time, so that's good for me. So. There you go. Awesome, thank you. Alrighty, so... Um, yeah, um, I really appreciate Mike uh, pointing out that artist. Um, the Psalms, I've read them and I've been bored out of my mind. Um, but when you listen to it with uh, a person's interpretive of how the music should be, like, man, it really just makes you just fall back and go, oh my goodness, like, they actually come alive. And it's just like, I've, I've had a really, really tough last couple of weeks, um, trying to figure out what God's trying to teach me, what God's trying to tell me, and um, seeing him work in my life and just going, man, like, things are just going, like, they're just, like, it's, it's difficult, but we're seeing God just, like, help you through every step of the way, and it's just been, it's just been amazing to, to, be, to be part of it, to, to, to get to see it, get to feel it. But what happens when... Things just go south real quick. When they just, you have a goal, you have a direction, you, you can see God work, and then all of a sudden he just stops you dead in your tracks. Well, I've been trained by many people. Trust in him, read your Bible, sit down and just, deal with it well maybe that works for some people maybe that's how they deal with it. Um, I'm part of a really weird church here and uh, I feel like I really fit in because we're just a bunch of weirdos and uh, you know what that's that's great that's fantastic I'm so happy that if any of you are normal like you're the one who feels different like it's just, yeah, like, I don't, like, listening to the psalms being sung, like, that's, that's the way they should be done. It shouldn't be someone up here just, oh, the Lord rebuke me not in your anger. Like, sing it. Sing it. Like, that's, that's how the Bible's supposed to be. It's supposed to be alive, and when it comes to the psalms, you sing them. You sing them. And... Psalm number six, it's a, it's a depressing psalm. It's a, it's a difficult psalm. And I'm, I was trying to think of, of David in a cave, David hiding. And, like, he's, he's the appointed king. He's, he's the one that God has chosen. 
the people wanted a king, and so he gave them Saul. Well, Saul, you know, he started out good, but he wasn't the one that God really wanted for them. God wanted to be their king, but Israel decided something else. But David was the one that God said, no, this is the one I really want you to have. If you really want a king other than me, David's the one I want you to have. And so David, David took down a giant as a, as a boy. Like he just, he stood, he stood before Goliath and was like, who on earth do you think you are? Like you're spitting all these wicked things about my God. Like, I'm sorry, Goliath, but you're, you're going down. Like, I don't, I don't care who you are, and I don't care how, how big I am or anything like that. Like, my God is so much greater than you. Like, this is David. Like, he just, he just said, no, you're not going to do that. But then we see through the Psalms many times where he was running for his life. He was running for his life, and was he ever angry at God? Was he ever upset with God? Is there a psalm that's not in the Bible where it goes, Lord, why aren't you here? Like, I'm the one that you've chosen. Like, we've, we've taken down Goliath. Like, that was you. Like, we, we did all these great things, and now people are trying to kill me. Like, why, why is this happening, Lord? Why is this happening to me? I thought we were going to do great things. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a psalm that he ever wrote or whatever, but I can see that when it came to him going through hard times, he just told God, hey, I'm going through a hard time right now. And I've been, I've been really struggling with that. God was the only reason why I've ever had success in this life at all. He's the only reason why I've been able to do certain things that are just absolutely impossible for me to do. He's, he's the only reason. He's the only real peace that I've ever, ever, get, I've ever gotten to experience. He's the only real joy that's out there. And it's, it's very easy to remind yourself of like you know what this is God he's 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 in control and you know he he has us in our hands like no man shall ever pluck me out of my father's hand like we we have all these things we have the bible that we can just run to and we can quote these scriptures but how do you put some heart behind those scriptures how do you just go I know I can trust in you Lord it's very difficult at times and I've, I've struggled with that. I've started in a direction and I've just been, I've been so amazed with what God has done with me in certain aspects of my life. And then for one thing, for him to just say no, when everything was going in the right direction and then all of a sudden a screeching halt and he says no, how do you cry out to him and say, the Lord is my joy when... You're kind of you're kind of mad at him. You're kind of mad at God. You know in your in your senses that his will, his will is the right thing. His will is there is no questioning his will. 
He knows from the very beginning of your life to the very end of your life on here, he knows exactly what he has for you. And it's not something that he has just put together very lightly. He has, he has a purpose for every single thing. But it's hard, it's, it's really hard to think that way. It's really hard to just pick up the broken pieces that you feel and just say, the Lord is my joy, the Lord is, the Lord is my delight. Well, last weekend I decided to, to listen to Mike. I don't like listening to people. I really don't like listening to people. I got a, there's a disease out there called sin, I guess. Uh, and uh, rebellious disorder, whatever, hypened. Well, I, I got it. Someone tells me go north, I'm like, no way, man. I'm going south. Like, I don't care who you are and what you know. Like, it just, it's a really bad part of me. So, but Mike said, listen to the songs, but listen to them in music. And um, I'm an emotional roller coaster, as my wife knows. I'm an emotional roller coaster. I, I put on a grumpy face and uh, I pretend I'm the manliest man in the world and like I got everything, like, but I'm, a, I'm an emotional roller case. And you can stop nodding your head, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling them, okay? You don't need to agree with them, all right? So <laughs> I'm telling them, all right? <laughs> But I, I listened to the songs, and it just, it broke my heart. It just, but in a good way. It broke my heart. He's, David is confused. He's full of sorrow. But he's still singing to his God. And he's telling him, Lord, I'm, I'm going through a really rough time right now. I'm going through a really hard time right now. And I need you. I need you to be gracious to me. I need you to, to help me. I need you to remind me of the joy and the peace that you give me. I need you to remind me. And he just, he's crying out to him. And I just, I really, really enjoyed that part of David. It was probably really tough for him to do that. Maybe there was instances where he was just, it was just so natural. He was just, he could do that, but I'm, I'm sure that there was times when it was really hard for him. And when it came to Psalms number 6, like he talks about in verse 6 of Psalm 6, I am weary with my mourning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with weeping. My eyes waste away because of grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Like, to say that to God... And to sing it to God, that, that would have been really hard for him. And I've had to do that this week. I've had to just tell him exactly, like, Lord, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time. Like, this is depressing. I thought we were headed in a, in a certain direction, but you're saying otherwise. And it's just, it's really hard to accept this right now. And it's not like there's never going to be a second chance or he's not going to not continue on with the plan he had. But right now, he's just saying, stop and just rely on me right now. And part of my, part of my issue, I think, is because of pride. I think part of my issue is pride. It's so easy to, to say to, to other people, like, man, God's been so good. 
He's been so great. When things are going well, it's very easy to say that. It's really hard to say that when things aren't going well. When things just come to a a screeching stop, it's really hard to tell people, man, the Lord's been really good. Even though things aren't going the way I want them to go, it's, man, God is good. And that's a lesson that I'm having to learn right now. God is good no matter what. Through good, through bad, doesn't matter. God is good. He has not changed. If anything has changed, it's been my outlook on him. It's been maybe I've been treating him like a vending machine. Hey, I want, want some, some prospering goodness today. F1. Oh, I want to be able to, to succeed in this today. G, G4. Like, I want to know your will today, Father. And leaving it at that. Not just stop going to him whenever you're just wanting something. Go to him with everything. And in Daniel, there's three men who stand before King Nebuchadnezzar. And there's this great big fiery furnace there. And to anyone who will not bow down to this golden image of the king are going to be thrown into this fire. These men, they go to king, they, 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 they go to the king and they say, no, we won't bow down. Our Lord will deliver us. That's how great our God is. You can throw us in there, we can survive. You can throw in there, you can throw us in there and you can try to get rid of us, but our Lord's able to deliver us. Well, look at the next verse that they say. But if not, they knew very well that they could be kicked into that fiery furnace and they could be consumed up just like that. They knew that, you know what? Maybe God's not going to show his glory right now. Maybe God's not going to show his great power right now. Maybe he's got a different reason, a different example that he wants to use right now to show his glory. Maybe it's not through us. doesn't matter. Maybe there's going to be a lot of pain in the next few moments. Maybe we're going to burn up. Maybe we're going to be just through excruciating pain. doesn't matter. We will still not bow down. We will still not do anything but God's will, which is serve him and him alone. Well, I had, a real hard, I had a real easy time saying the first part of that verse, our Lord will deliver us, because I've, I've seen him deliver me through many things before, and it's real easy to say, oh yeah, I can, I, I can definitely say the second part of that verse, because I haven't gone through a ton of the second verse. I've gone through more of the first part of that verse, our Lord will deliver us. I've gone through a lot more of that. And it's a lot easier just to say that because you're always thinking, well, God's going to deliver me through everything. doesn't matter. I run to him. He is going to help me through this. Well, what if he doesn't? Am I still willing to say the second part of that verse? Well, David here in the Psalms, he, he got to experience a lot of great things. He got to see God's mighty power like firsthand in many different ways. And... He also got to experience a lot of dark hardships as well. (sighs) 
I love the, the verse 9 of Psalms number 6. And I think in the fourth psalm of the, the artist of the psalms that I'm listening to is poor Bishop Hooper, I think is the last name, how do you, how you say it. But I think in Psalms number four, they say they, he has heard my story. He's heard my story. Well, in verse nine here, it says of Psalm six, the Lord has heard my plea, the Lord accepts my prayer. I really like that, just, just the word story. I don't have any expounding thing on it, whatever. I just, I just liked how they said story instead of prayer. We can come to him and we can just tell him everything. We can give him the whole thing, right? But I love it how in Psalm 6, he's... In verse 6, it talks about how he's, he's going through hard times and he's weeping and he's crying. And the first part of Psalm 6... Uh, in verse 3, it says, My soul also is greatly troubled, but you, O Lord, how long? Like he's wondering, how long am I going to be like this, Lord? He's asking, he's asking God in verse 4, Turn, O Lord, deliver me, or deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. Like He's going through hard times, and he's pleading with God. He's asking him, please save me. Please help me through this. And... Maybe I'm wrong in this, in, this, in this psalm, but I feel like there's a lot of question marks behind a lot of these verses. Like, Lord, are you hearing me? Lord, are you, are you seeing me? Do you, can you feel my, my, my trouble? My, there's a lot of questions. And then in verse 9, he's reminded, and I think it's, because of the Lord, maybe in times he reminds us, I have heard you. I have heard your plea. I have heard your crying out to me. And yeah, to some people, if, if, they, if, if, if they saw me pray, it would probably sound like babbling. It would sound like just like, man, this guy, like he's got a grade four intelligence here. Like he's just like, oh my goodness. But I love it how no matter what, God has heard me. No matter how I think of myself, whatever, God has heard me. And if my thoughts are here, there, everywhere, and like Norman's scattered thoughts, well, <laughs> I got a lot of scattered thoughts too, Norman. I got, man, I got a lot of scattered thoughts. But no matter how my thoughts are, no matter how I'm trying to put them together, and if I'm just like, if I'm not even making sense of anything that I'm saying, the Lord has heard me. The Lord accepts my prayer. And I'm, I'm, I'm sharing some, some stuff with you, not trying to promote myself at all or anything like that. I'm, I'm trying to share in case maybe there's someone else who's going through hard times and they feel like God's just left them there and they got to figure this out on their own right now. Well, maybe God has left you there for a moment but he's never officially left you. Maybe he's just going to be silent just for a little bit because he wants you to think. He wants you to mull over it. He wants you to, to run to his word and to read. Maybe he wants you to 
get thoughts off of your life right now and start thinking about him, thinking about all the, all the things that he has done for us. And he wants us to, to read about how he is our joy, he is our peace, he is our salvation, he is everything for us. But God's not just going to keep us there. And I'm having to be reminded of that. God's not just going to keep me here. God has a plan for me. God has, and Jeremiah says, he, he, has, a, he has a plan that's going to make us prosper. He has, he has our whole life worked out for us. And he wants to help us through every single part of it if we're willing to let him work within us. But it's just really hard to, to remember that. And that's why I just, I really, really enjoyed poor Bishop Hooper being able to sing the Psalms. If you, if you have a hard time reading the Psalms, listen to them being sung by somebody and sing along with them. I read uh, Psalms 1 to 6 right now, all this week. And I've had my Bible, I know it's a cell phone, whatever, but my Bible's on here, so. But I read through it, and there's certain verses that they sing over and over again, and it's just, it's really encouraging. I'm not one to cry, I think I have a, a list about this long of the amount of times that I have cried, and, but I, I cried when I listened to the Psalms. They're just so beautiful. They're so beautiful, and they're something that should be sung. I truly believe that there's something that should be sung. And I asked God to please help me read the Psalms and just to feel your love and feel your joy, and it felt like God reached out and he hugged me, and he held me. And that was fantastic. That was amazing. My wife gives good hugs. My boys give good hugs. But a hug from God is something else. And maybe when you listen to the Psalms, maybe they won't mean the same to you. Maybe you think, well, no, I don't, I don't appreciate them being sung, whatever, like this. I'd rather just read them. That's fine. That's, that's totally cool. But you're going through hardships. You're going through joys. You're going through whatever state of life that you're in right now. Read the Psalms. I think the Psalms are something that can benefit each and every single one of us. And I feel like if I continue on, I'm just going to babble. So I'm not going to babble. So we're going to be done early. So woohoo, eh? <laughs> I used to think that every time there was ministry or gospel meeting, man, I really hope they end early because that would just be fantastic. Well, <laughs> you're still going to stand around for another 15, 20 minutes, but whatever. But. If you're going through hard times, going through good times, going through any times, know, know that the Lord hears us. He loves us. He wants to be there with us no matter what the circumstance. If we're mad at him, he wants to know that. If we're happy with him, he wants to know that. He wants to know every emotion, every feeling, every thought. And if you want to yell at him, yell at him. He's God. He's God. Do you really think he's going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so offended? He's God. He's able to take our anger, our joy, our frustrations, our everything. He's able to take it. 
And that sounds really bad. And there's part of me that's just like, oh my goodness, you said yell at God? Like, go to him with whatever. Don't struggle on your own. Struggle with him. Struggle with him. Because he is gracious. He hears us. He wants us. Go to him with every single emotion. My biggest emotion is anger. He hears a lot of that from me. But he keeps hearing me. So... Run to the Psalms, be like David, run to the Psalms, tell him everything. Let's just pray and enjoy some time together, I guess. Father, we just are so thankful for you. We are so thankful that you were a God who was so caring, so loving, so merciful, so wonderful. You were a God who would send his own son for wretches like us. You are a God who would give his son and his son would give himself willingly for us. You are one who wants to be with us. You are one who just wants to experience everything with us, good and bad. And Father, no one else in any of their religions has that. No one has that. Many people, they bow down to an idol, they they speak into the sky and they just hope something hears them. We know that no matter what, we can cry out and you will hear us and you will be there with us. You will help us. You'll be our joy. You'll be our peace. You'll be everything for us. Father, help each and every one of us not be stubborn and prideful like me, but be willing to accept your help, willing to accept your loving arms and willing to accept whatever will you have for us. Be willing to just say, no, no matter what, I will serve God. If it means pain, if it means loneliness from people, whatever. God, I choose God. So Father, just be with us and help us, we pray in his name. Amen.